Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got dating while sober, dating within the friend group, and someone who's trying to be old school and isn't sure how to go forward. Check it out. Enjoy. Share with friends. to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We are back, baby. We mentioned it last episode with Adam Ray, but we're back in the city. I'm getting my voice back, getting my groove back. You should have just seen me. I just dance. It's good to be in New York City, right, Shelby? Very good, very nice and rainy. Nice and rainy. Cold and rainy. Just, weather, oh, the weather it. with Shelby. Great. <laughs> Got the weather report <laughs> right off the top on the twos and threes. Shelby, it's good to be back. It's a, it is, it, in, and it's, and it's good to be back with the studio audience here at the J Train Mansion. Well, the audience was here and then they left, and now they're back again. Maybe right now. Oh, here they are. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy how they go in and out like that. <laughs> Interactive crowd. And they. It takes a minute for them to get going, but when they do, boy, do they go crazy. So it's really good. Um, this podcast keeps getting bigger every week, which I can't believe it. So thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But that's how it works, baby. You, I put out the show. You ingest the show. You say to a friend, hey, you got to listen to Papa JT, the King of Brunch, the Salt and the Swipes, the Wizard of Weddings, the Wizard of Haas. And then they download, rate, review, subscribe. And then they tell a friend and so on and so forth and divisible by three and X factors and so on. So that's... Feather those nuts. Feather those nuts. (laughs) If that doesn't remind you, I don't know what does. And you know what the best way to help us? is to go and make it your Instagram story. That's a passive way because we're all looking. Tag me. Tag me. I'll hurt you. We're all looking, but we're not talking. And that's how, that's how I say hi to people. Hey, so it was your birthday. Oh, how'd you know? Because you fucking posted it. <laughs> I, I go... Review. Subscribe. That's right. <laughs> I go in with the knowledge. I already hold their hand into the conversation a lot of times. Yeah. Hey, how was the trip? Looked awesome. There they are. <laughs> How'd you know? Saw your 50-story Instagram story. I, that backfired at the beginning of Facebook for me because Uh-oh. I would look at Guest girls' profiles. chiming in early. <laughs> <laughs> Am I yeah, not supposed to Well, be no, he's in. The show it's has a, changed. It's okay. <laughs> That's an okay, P. Very excited to have him back. Original key player. Great. Guest alert. Mike Cannon, thank you for coming on. <laughs> Sorry for chiming in so No, early. it's okay. Listen, you know, Shelby. Fuck me. How about fuck you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shelby really taking it out on the guests. I love it. I. What were you going to say? You, I don't you remember fuck, now. At you this fuck, point. <laughs> <laughs> it fucked you on Facebook? Your digital Ed McMahon is, is scary. Do me a favor. Fuck off, will you? 
That's right. <laughs> I've also known Shelby for quite some time. But like when I went to college, yeah. Facebook was the hot new sure. you know, social media thing. And people didn't really know how to navigate it yet. And I also didn't realize the creepiness behind like, hey, what's up? You're Emily, right? You like Jack Johnson? Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, how's yeah, the trip yeah, to yeah. Australia? Looked they- like fun. This is a tight wire act that we're pulling here. <laughs> it, you can go up to people that have put stuff up, but yes. you can't go up to people that you're like, I never have interacted with your shit ever in my yeah. entire life. That was the days of randomly friend and hope to meet out at a party. Oh, the random friend. Well, people are doing that with Instagram, the random follow. Is that right? Everyone's throwing, fo- we're throwing follows around <laughs> like Louie throws around his cock. It's just, we are just willy-nilly, willy-nilly, half permission. Half, yeah, half permission. <laughs> Nobody knows what's right or wrong. It was a different time. It sure was. Yeah. You could follow anybody. Pokes meant something. It wasn't just from some Russian oh, bot yeah. porn star. Oh, yeah. I remember getting pokes and like them legitimizing. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, that's like Pokes that, turning into things. That was the original DM kind of. I would say the poke is the original like. Okay. If I could, uh, that's, if you don't mind I, that's me even better. giving a note on that one. <laughs> I, I, I think it's the original like because, you know, I have this thing where we call it tapping on the glass, where if you go to someone's Instagram pictures and you go like, like seven in a row, that's like yeah, just yeah. you going like, hello, <laughs> yeah. I'm here. That is. I'm hard. That's the move. The DM is the 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 Facebook message is the original DM. Right. Did they have Facebook message in the beginning? I don't even remember. I remember there being a Facebook. Or message. the wall post was big too. Uh, it was almost post. like a a public proclamation of your own interest. In Hello that person. there. What a nightmare. <laughs> oh, I could never understand the wall post. <laughs> the the idea that like you know where the wall post people are. They're the same people. The wall post for those. I can't even believe I'm explaining the wall post <laughs> for people that are not of age to remember it. But it used to be, I, there's still the wall, but yeah. the, it's not as big a deal. It used to be people would go to people's walls and just be like, hey, how you been? It's been a while. Graffiti it up. And it's like, I cannot believe, like, that is the equivalent to me of talking loudly in a full elevator. <laughs> it's <laughs> Rocky <laughs> yelling to Pauly from across the block. Yeah. Hey, Pauly! <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I am, when I get in an elevator, I'm like, hello? I just want, okay, yes. okay, put away the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like being on a subway, you ever been on a subway with someone who talks loud? Yep. And I just want to be like, can I fold you into something and put you in my pocket to be released later? Vitor and I were just on tour in the Middle East and we were leaving. You know, I saw that. Yeah. On your Instagram. You sure did, right? (laughs) You instantly have an insight into my most recent life. So you guys were in the Middle East. We were in the Middle East and we had a stopover in England and uh, like just to get home. And we had one of those guys on the shuttle bus to the plane at 5.30 a.m. UK time when we're already fucked up from all the hour difference. And this guy is screaming his day plan to the person standing next to him. And everybody wanted to. I would literally origami myself into the floor. Yeah, if I was the guy being spoken to right. at that level of volume at that hour, I would literally melt. Because now you're packaged in as a piece of shit yeah, with the you're person in. yelling. You're a piece of shit by association. Of course you are. Yeah. Oh, I hate being a piece of shit by association. It's the worst. You ever been at like a like a lunch with somebody, like you talk with someone, and then they're being like, like I had this happen with a co- uh, comedian. <laughs> I won't go name, but uh-huh. I was in this situation where they were just like talking business, oh, and I was God. like, and they were talking business in the way that, like, I couldn't sound not douchey. Of course. Like, someone will come, like, 
listen, no one knows what the fuck is going on in any of our lives. No mm. one knows. And this is a lesson for the podcast. This can go for anything. Everyone thinks less of you than you think of yourself. Oh, you think they think less? I think no, pretty but, lowly. No, 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 no. But I'm saying not, not, not measurable. I'm talking oh, okay. the amount of time. Oh, yeah, The yeah, amount of, of time you spend thinking about yourself, nobody thinks about that long about you as you do about you. Yes. So, you know, you get nervous of someone else going like, like I, this guy was like, dude, you're killing it. And I'm like, no. And then you, uh-huh. you're like, what do I say to that? No, I'm, it's okay. I'm yeah. happy with what's going on. You ever have some of those embarrassing memories from your early days in stand-up? That's what it feels I like. remember saying that to like Hannibal when I first met him. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're killing it, dude. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> no, he's I doubt like, <laughs> I think of that sometimes and just fold into myself. It's so here, awful. Here's the thing. Anyone you think is killing it doesn't think they're killing it. Right. Because they're looking at someone else that they think is killing it. And they're like, I'm fucking up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What happened in the Middle East? I, I, that is, see, you must be killing it because the Middle East. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, well, that's, I mean, I've never. Someone must have came up to you and they're like, Middle East, whoa, you're killing it. Dude, talk about stolen valor. I've never <laughs> had more. Like, Thank you for helping ex- the truth. Yeah, I've had, I've Thank never you. had more acceptance from my wife's family of just like, I'm proud of you, man. Like, I thought you were some lib cuck fag boy. And instead, you're over there performing for the troops. You're fucking. They, <laughs> they act like you picked up a gun and they're like, front lines, man. Yeah. Make no. sure you tell the jokes while we're shooting. <laughs> not only did I not do that, but I also catered my material to be less adult for people who kill people. What do you mean less adult? <laughs> because they had some off-limits subject matter that you couldn't touch on. And it's so funny. It's like like they could These be guys so- you can't tell? <laughs> yeah, I know. They're fucking protecting us you can't let them talk about penis i mean most of the places were totally fine i think one place we have a lot of we have a lot of service people that listen to this this podcast so like i always hear from them and they'll be like you know they i didn't know that like how a podcast would work into the everyday life right yeah of people that are you know serving the country abroad Mm -hmm. and it's i i i'm i'm thankful that it's that i'm 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 thankful i don't even know the word but i i am I'm I'm happy it helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they say to me, they're like, yeah, pass the time, time, and it's a good thing we can listen together. Yep. And it's you know something to bring you back to being at home. Yeah, this is Canon out in the Middle East. (laughs) I will say, but it is weird. But I don't take any like pride in that. Like I wouldn't walk around being like. That's right. I'm out here helping the yeah, troops. I'm motivating the like, troops, I don't baby. Think that highly of myself. <laughs> like I'm just like I'm happy it helps. Oh, you know? see, I, I walked around chest puffed high, <laughs> just being like I am as if not more important than the colonel sergeant or whatever. <laughs> but they were great audience members. Mostly the higher ups were like the ones that kind of like felt certain areas would be off topic. But okay. I think that only happened at one base, and every other base was like now. What now? Give us. Now you go, you get off the plane. This music obviously starts. <laughs> I will say this, dude. It is jarring the first time you hear the primary language from a pilot be Arabic. It is oh like, oh my god, it, it's a weird like <laughs> <Have they> t- <laughs> American PTSD that you yeah. don't even realize you have, and all of a sudden, and you're like, what the fuck? Like it that just immediately jarring. like it jingles your insides for a moment. And it then is you're like, a oh, sad well. reality of your own innate racism. Of course, yeah. When you're like. Okay, I guess they got the plane before we even took off. (laughs) 
Uh, these guys were quick. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you got to give credit to their efficiency. You got to give credit to this crew. <laughs> Usually I would have thought it happened in the air. There would have been a whole scuffle. <laughs> but that's your innate, like, bullshit. Of course, yeah. Shit's it's being it's really not played. reasonable at it's all. It's not reasonable, but I had this thing. I, I went to China. <laughs> when I went to China, I had, like, a connecting flight mm. to get to the flight that would take me to America. Yeah, yeah. That was, and I'm a fearful flyer and innate racism. Yeah. It is difficult to be on a plane where nobody looks like you. Oh, yeah, it's because weird. Because you don't, I know what scary looking American looks like. Right. And, and to me, I, and this sounds, I, I <laughs> The only say, way you know a scary Chinese is if they're wearing a certain bandana. Yeah, bandana. <laughs> with, like, a, with a dojo's insignia. Yeah. It's like what the fuck? It's the the Cobra Kai. I'm yeah. like, oh, that, oh, that's the bad uniform. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, Ar- that's the thing. Like orange I, gi means yeah. no. <laughs> like I I've been on flight and listen. This podcast, this is we laugh about this two white dudes. Yeah. And it's like all we're doing is we're laughing at our own fucked upness. Yeah. You know. I, I hope that's abundantly I, clear. That should be abundantly clear. Yeah. But it's also, I remember I sat next to this guy and he was just sitting there. And I'm like. I don't know about this Asian guy. And I'm looking at him, and then he pulled out a book, and I was like, terrorists don't read. (laughs) (laughs) That was my first thought. That is a great thought. And my first thought was like, hey, we're good. Wow. Because I'm just, I'm a fucked up, I'm better now because of this, like, this whole, you know, fall of flying that I've done Mm -hmm. has really, like, whipped me into shape of, like, I've heard the noises. I've seen yes. the people. The drops in altitude. The drops. Uh, altitude. And you're, once you get used to it, you're used to it, and it's just what it is. But do you still have... Because I I'm uh, I don't fly as much as you, but I still fly a fair amount. And every single time, without fail, as we're taking off, I'm like, this is it. Yeah. I Every I, time. That first drop. and it, But now I know that drop happens every flight. Yeah. And I've sat... Now I've sat in different places in the plane. Mm-hmm. So I've sat in the you know Delta Comfort middle seat. I've sat in the first class seat. I've sat in the back of the plane. Yeah, it feels different on all three of those. That's why it's never the same. You always that you're like, well, this is it because you're like, because it's been three weeks since you flew, and at the back right. of the plane you had it last time. It didn't feel that way, and then now it's the front of the plane, <laughs> and now it feels a different way. And you're like, well, yeah. this is different than the last time, so I'm fucked. Not, uh, not to mention, I haven't flown without taking an edible and like. Eight years. How so, do you take an edible? I, I don't know why or how I've I come into this it. habit, but I just like I just dose myself with like eighty milligrams minimum now, and I just fly and hope for the best. It's I can't not even believe, enjoyable. Are you a fearful flyer? Yeah, that would make me more fearful. It, it it like helps me momentarily, and then for the majority of the time, it's tough. So I don't know. Like I just <laughs> I just really put myself so into strenuous. Yeah, put myself into like stressful situations drinking, just to see if I can persevere. Drinking helps me. I yes. I, I, I yeah. get fucked up on planes, um, but I can also now not drink. I I'm, I'm happy I can do that now. That's but good. It's a, so what? So you go to the Middle East? Where'd you go? We went to Jordan, Kuwait, and Bahrain. We did eight bases, um, all of which were really great. But, uh, How do they put you up? What's the accommodation? Five-star hotels. Come on. In the Middle East. Yeah, Come which on. was crazy, dude. I mean, that's like real salt money. Wait a minute. In my <laughs> mind, you're getting the public. Of course. 
money put towards this, so it's not that good. We stayed on base once, and that was like roughing it, and it was within the barracks of you know where they typically sleep. I mean, we do not house them very well over there. And it's, really? Yeah, it's kind of depressing. Like Gary and I were talking about it, where we were like, all this military spending and not one dollar of it goes to quality of life. Like, I mean, there's some entertainment on certain bases that have more money. Well, quality and are of life is, is you you coming, which is yeah, fair enough. You know, fair point. somewhat sad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that is, yeah, they can great. download it for free on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> they can, they, I mean, if I was being flown over there and getting put in a five star hotel, I'd be like, yeah, you guys could have put some of this towards you know toiletries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, by yeah. all means, because every, I mean, one base they only had uh, not outhouses, but what are the the porta potties. Like it was like kind of a little less, a little better than temp porta potties, but, but they the, were there's bad. There's no complaining of that. No, right? of course not. And yeah. and honestly, some of the branches actually thrive in worse conditions. So like the Marines, it's like kind of an internal joke, but they're like they love being miserable. It's a part of it. It's a, you know, it's fraternal. Yeah. It, you know, I I guess in the same way that someone would go back to you know see a fraternity house at our age right. and be like, how do people live this way? <laughs> yeah. They're young men and women. Of course. Yeah, so yeah. this is like, you know, a version of that. And honestly, if I, mean, I wasn't, obviously not the same, if I wasn't married, I could easily still live in squalor. Like I have, dude, that I, me. my dad, this is how I talk about hotel rooms. I stay mm-hmm. and my dad would be like, how's the accommodations for the hotel room? And I've literally said on multiple occasions, if I had a girlfriend, it would be a problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I'm fine. Yeah. And, you know, that's the, I just, think the only reason I have a moderately high quality of life is because of my attachment to a woman. Sure. <laughs> like the the way I used to live, I'm thinking back to my queen's apartment and like no dressers or anything. I used to stack folded clothes <laughs> and then <laughs> like right I'd have there. a half dirty pile and a dirty pile yeah, and yeah, like yeah. still pick and wear clothes from the half dirty pile. I was a fucking assassin. What was the best memory? Now, from your Instagram stories, I did see. You did. You got. You got attacked by a dog. Yeah, by a marine dog. So, and it went wrong. I mean, it didn't go right. <laughs> it, it it went right in the sense so that it didn't bite me in my face. So wait a minute. How does that happen? Face. How do they say, "Hey, we got the marine dog. Uh-huh. You want to get fucking bitten by it?" Well, this was our second dog like exhibition that they were showing us. The first one we saw an Air Force dog at a different base. One of their people ran out wearing a full Michelin man yeah, suit, yeah, yeah. like legs and everything. I've and seen helmet. that drill on TV and I of go, course. okay, that's fun. I get it. Yeah. And then for the Marine dogs, they were far more disciplined than the Air Force dog. It was like really intense, really like, you know, they only wore a jacket because the margin of error, they wanted it to be even that less. So like they couldn't accidentally bite you in the fucking so leg. They, the, so to teach the dog, they put you in less <laughs> yeah. armor yeah. Yeah. to be like, don't fuck up. You Pretty have to much. bite this armor. And then at that point you go, my turn. Yeah, well, they said, they said, do you want to do it to Gary? And Gary monotonely said no. And then I turned to the <laughs> Gary three. Gary Veter, hilarious comic. <laughs> He's, He's been the on best. the show. You can find him. He, uh, and then the three females, like I turned to them immediately, not considering myself a man or courageous yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> and they were all like, well, we're not doing it. The dog is about our weight. And I was like, and. <laughs> Gary, do you, hey, you guys want to do it? Gary says no. And then the, you look at the one. 
So, ladies, you up? <laughs> yeah, and then the captain that was our, like, liaison, he was a captain in the Marine for- Force, like a fucking infantry officer, so was out in the shit all the yeah. time, and he basically looked me in the eye and was like, don't be a pussy, you'll regret it for the rest of your life if you don't do oh this. Oh, my God, so then you get in the shit. So then I get in the shit, I get in the jacket, the, Im- the first thing they immediately say is like, are you gonna, is he gonna take a chest bite? And I like look a down because I'm a frail boy in comparison to the absolute sure. mutant monsters they're, that they have serving yeah, for the army and Marines. And like so the, the jacket like hung off me like I was wearing like my father's coat. <laughs> and, and they're like, no, nah, I think he should be good. And I'm like, all right. And they're like, so what you're going to do, we're going to we're going to make the dog bite you. We're going to say, get him. And you got to lift your arm as soon as he runs at you. And then you can't bring your forearm below 90 degree angle. See, this is when I would have been out. Yeah, because the minute it becomes a math equation, I'd be like too many rules while being. I have, attacked. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> if you want me to get attacked by the dog. I have to literally, it has to be so a toddler could do it. Yes, exactly. But I, again, without wanting to, you know, I I have a storytelling podcast. It's good for that. You know, I'm I'm trying. Yeah, this is an experience. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. I I mean, I would have not done it. I was, and what I didn't realize, I guess I blocked it out of my memory, but apparently I've had like a visceral fear of dogs since I was a kid. And yeah, my mom used to tell me I'd like grab her leg whenever a dog would pass. That's why they bought me a golden retriever when i was 10 just to get the nicest dog into my life so i would get this fucking pussified oh fear out so apparently it worked because then i just agreed to do this the first bite it bit my hand I, I did the whole thing and like it bit through the jacket all four times see <laughs> and i just stewed in it silently like a true irishman yeah. just like legitimately you dealt said with nothing. it said nothing until after so then we did the running exercise and it bit like wait a uh, minute this is this is yeah this sounds awful it was the worst and you, they told me i couldn't run a certain speed because they don't know where it could bite me if i went too fast oh i thought you meant i thought they went from the dog thing like okay dog expedition over <laughs> to now, now training Time to start training. <laughs> like, what kind of fucking comedy no, show? When do I get to beat off in the hotel? <laughs> when do I get to use that five often. star? When do I get to use the fucking bidet? Shit internet, though, <laughs> and no porn. So oh. I, had to, I had to like, I had to go back to like just imagination exercises. It was brutal, but it helped me access good some shower? memories I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be in that shot. I would do that yeah, thing. It was good you stuff. wouldn't know what was water, what was cup. That's <laughs> <laughs> I think those yeah, at the end, it just all hardened into just, a new bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> is this linoleum? No, that's uh, you. So, yeah, the thing bit through. It, like, broke the skin a little bit. I asked the guys if I needed a tetanus shot or anything. I, I'm pretty sure I'm up to date anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, do I need it? And they're like, honestly, like, you're way more likely to give the dog a disease than it is to give you oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, its health is perfect. Its diet well, is completely these monitored. Are, these are, they're, they're you know, Steve rogers yeah you know they're yeah, yeah. captain america they've yeah, yeah. been produced by the army exactly. for the army and yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of and they're the top one percent of the one percent that were selected they're the best dogs yeah. alive that dog got yeah. shipped out deployed three hours after it bit me so i was its <laughs> final training exercise before it went out to kill real terrorists Oh, my God. Yeah. So then you, you got all the bites on you. I got the bite. You know, asked him that. I was totally fine. We Another crazy thing. We got taken off uh, a naval submarine finding plane just by gunpoint by Marines because one of the female comics took a fucking iPhone picture of one of the top secret jets that they just got 
on Come their on. base. <laughs> yeah, like just like, oh, cool. And I guess their security cam footage caught that. So the Marines boarded this uh, naval sh- naval plane, took us off at gunpoint, and just but walked you, well, us well, off the airstrip. Well, that is the thing. You are in the way. Of course. That's the thing. You guys show up to the base and it's like, aha, look at this. Look at me. I'm the idiot with the gun and the dog. And they're like, yeah, this is our job. Yeah, it sure is. I thought of that. I mean, this isn't the same, but I I was in San Francisco Mm. and I was like, I wouldn't put up with the comics coming to the base. I'd be like, get them the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I thought about it when I was in San Francisco. They have the trolleys Mm -hmm. and... Some people use it to go to work. I heard not as much as I thought, uh-huh. but I literally got on the trolley. I was like, how do I get on this? And I was just thinking of like, if anyone ever did that in New York, I would just like be like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. Like yeah, I would yeah. have them carry to the city limits. Right. If they came to the subway, or like, how does the subway work? I'd be like, shut it on their fucking faces. Those are the people from Switzerland that like got an Airbnb in Crown Heights near my apartment <laughs> and they like, go on the A train yeah, and they just put their fucking bags they line them up all on the seat. I've had to just physically move people's bags, and I'm like, this is not the town for that. So so you're back now. Were the shows good? The shows were amazing. Yeah, the best show potentially of my life. Like one of really? the one of the most emotional and like intense connections I've ever met was Veterans Day in Kuwait performing in a sold out theater oh of my like fucking God. all you know, all these uh, armed forces from different branches that was just like they they presented us with this wooden plaque at the end. Like, oh my like, god, what I mean, an experience! It, it was crazy, dude. It makes me emotional even thinking about first it. Like class, it was, they fly you out first class. No, that's the brutal uh, part. I yeah, that's, I don't know I about know. that one. <laughs> that's the brutal part. Is USO is first class all the way, but this particular one was. Uh, I don't know about that yeah, one. I, I would have traded the hotel for the flight. Oh, buddy, I almost fist fought a couple too because I accidentally, I like just shit luck of the draw, picked a middle seat, and a oh couple sat sandwiching me, and they were cross talking over me well and they, yeah they got to switch but, yeah and i also i was like i can move to whatever he's like oh my girlfriend prefers the aisle and i like this and i'm like i don't like that i'm like i'm about to fucking charles <laughs> oakley elbow you in the temple i cannot stand i this. would have put up a full blanket over my head and erected <laughs> just, a tent just went full hot so seat in the middle of middle east yeah, they couldn't <laughs> so they couldn't cross talk i would have yeah. just put up a full because that that is obnoxious of course because and it's my same reason the emotional dogs are when they're above a certain size. Mm-hmm. That's obnoxious too because yep. the the space that you get with someone you know is different than the space you get with someone you don't know. Yep, because you can communicate. Him and his girlfriend can be like elbow in here, yeah. arm around you here, head in my you know n- nipple. Yes, and they can mesh into one body with the the armrest put up. One hundred percent. And when you say to somebody, when you say, I, if I did that, they have to not talk. It's one or the other. They synchronized a movie together and we're looking at each other <laughs> throughout punchlines and shit. And I go, that's it. <laughs> I got up and I just like, I was like, I need another seat. Like this was before we even took off. Oh, really? And they're doing this shit. And, and I what found, did they, I, say? They, they were like, mm-hmm, like, didn't care. They basically won. They yeah, got yeah, their yeah. free seat in the middle. And then I just, they, there happened to be another empty seat. But a guy in the and UK. Now you're in the back of the chicken coops. Yeah, clucking chickens everywhere. I mean, a guy from the UK was the worst because he was like, living in my seat for a little while to the point where I had to physically shove him and be like, you got to get out of my seat. man. Yeah. Mike Cannon, we're happy you're here. At I am Mike Cannon on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. So funny and OKP. Also, 
Irish Goodbye Podcast. Yes, sir. What day does that come out? That comes out every Monday on iTunes. Every Monday, Irish Goodbye. Uh, Mike Cannon and Mike Feeney do it together. You've been Great on an episode. Po- have I been? I've been on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know why I question it? Because I was supposed to come back, I think. Yeah, that's a, that's a loss for me. Um, <laughs> I I was supposed to come back, and I think I had to cancel, but I, I would love to come back. It's yeah, great of course. Show. Irish Goodbye. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. Let's do a sponsor first. Before we get into this, I love Lola. Love it. You know... You know Lola? They're the female-founded company offering a line of organic tampons, pads, and liners. But guess what? They're now offering sex products, too. bow chicka bow <laughs> With Sex by Lola, you can add condoms, lube, or clean... That's right. With Sex by Lola... You can add condoms, lube, or cleaning wipes to your monthly subscription and get everything you need to conveniently deliver right to your door. No more embarrassing late-night trips of shame to the drugstore. Best of all, these products were designed by women for women. Just like their feminine care line, the Sex by Lola is also free of unnecessary or irritating additives. You care about the ingredients that go into your food and makeup, so why should sexual health health be any different? <laughs> Take their condoms. They're great. Now, I will say this. They ask for personal experience. I thought you were going to say, no, I'm not much of a condom guy. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm a condom guy. Yeah. To a fault. Good for you. Huge condom guy. I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> Fits great. I just keep it on all day. Just a Lola. Just a Lola on my dick. Uh-huh. A Lola on my pee pee. <laughs> that would be the worst Lola commercial ever. I got a Lola on my pee pee right now. Who wants to have sex? I. But I will say, they sent me the products. Okay. Mm. A little. <laughs> it's funny because we have so many female listeners that. I now get sent all the products that we would have for women. Right. Because they were like, yeah, you want... So I got... My bathroom is full of face masks and <laughs> and makeup brushes. It's heaven. It's heaven. What a convenient one-stop shop for ladies, though. It is very nice. Um, I've... I've uh, for the listeners at home, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm in the midst of seeing someone now. Nice. And she's... Uh, yeah, that she's. She said she literally did say what Shelby said. She was like, "This is heaven." So, I can't wait till she starts counting the. <laughs> she takes counting, stock of everything. Counting she's like, the face masks. Why is there two less face masks? <laughs> oh, Shelby well, was I'm here. using them now, and Shelby and I. Every time we tape a podcast, we put on a face mask. I like to go in there and just play a little hocus pocus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, but I will say this about the Lola stuff that they sent me. Here's my personal experience with it. It is classy. Mm. It looks good. It comes in a really, you know, it's not the string of condoms like a fucking, like the like the thing that comes out of the clown's mouth. Right. You know, it's it's <laughs> it comes in a nice looking box. So if I was a woman, if I was a man, as from the guy's point of view, if I was sleeping at a lady's place and she had the Lola products out, condoms and lube, I would be like, 
this is someone I would want to have sex with. They right. they live well. First class sexual accommodations. It's a first class operation. It's not just like the fucking you know the 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 fun size mix of candies. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you go to a girl's place, you look in that drawer, and you're like. What Muppets have you been fucking <laughs> that you need all these times? But I am a proponent of having the condoms. I've said it on here, so I, I'm not going back on my word. Uh-huh. Have the condoms, but this is just a nice, nice touch. look. Yeah. So with Lola, that's how you know it's made by women for women. Right. Because it's not fucking Gatorade colored. It's... <laughs> Yeah, I've reached like, into that fishbowl of just <laughs> the condoms that are going to break within seconds. Those are all male <laughs> male marketed. Just fucking highlighter colored shit. Ugh. And Lola has like a bone box and they're already wow. pre-torn. And it's just, I, I, this is, they asked for personal experience. That was the first thing I thought of when I opened the box. Yeah. I said, this is lube I would love seeing next to a girl's place. It is condoms I would love reaching into as a guy and they're natural and made with great stuff that you would want to have on your body so they've got ultra thin design that feels great and made from hypoallergenic uh natural rubber latex plus they've been individually tested for contraception and sdi production protection you can be safe and they feel great i i stand by that so <clears throat> um so listen here's the best part with lola you can customize your monthly subscription uh, box to get what you want so when you need it so you can get all the great stuff that Lola that you already get from Lola but you can get you know now you can add the condoms take out something else put in something else it's all good stuff that they sent me the tampons nice those again fit perfect fit great <laughs> got one in my ass right now I got the Lola condom on my dick got the tampon up my ass so I <laughs> so listeners so listen I, I I would encourage any woman that's listening this is this is a great offer Listeners to J Train get up to f- get forty percent off all subscriptions. That's a deal, people. Forty percent off all subscriptions. Go to mylola.com. Use promo code J Train when you subscribe. That's mylola.com. Promo J Train. J Train. J Train. That's right. For forty percent off their subscriptions, go to mylola.com. Use promo code J Train and know what goes in your body with Lola. That's perfect. Let's do some emails. Let's bang them out. Yeah. Mike Cannon. I am Mike Cannon on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Hilarious. Just came back from supporting the troops that protect you. So go follow him on Instagram. <laughs> at I am Mike Cannon. Single and sober. Are you drinking? Uh, Yeah, but I think I'm going to take an extended break after my trip to New Orleans. When are you going to New Orleans? Uh, the 7th or the 10th. When? This, uh, December 7th the through the 10th. Being freaked out. <laughs> I know my I whole podcast is built on drinking and drugs, so it's going to be a it? tough transition. I mean, yeah. this I New Orleans is you, you ain't so escaping it there. No, that's why I'm not even pretending to quit before then. Hi, I phased out drinking over the past year because I can't stand the hangovers. Yeah. I'm like with this person on the hangover thing. Like, listen, I drink. Yeah, if I, 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 uh, I'm taking. I'm trying to take a somewhat of a break. You and I are similar drinkers, I feel yeah. like. We both have the capability of really going off the rails. Sure. We li- I, I mean, I, I can't speak for you, but so the hangovers are so bad for me. Yeah. I typically have to like morning drink <laughs> through it <laughs> like, just to taper it you off. Know, you know what it is? I, I, I'm one of those people when I have the drink in front of me, I got to finish it. Yes. So it's not even by... And also, I'm not like a bad drunk, I don't think. I mean, I hope I'm not. Right. But I, 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 I just... 
will sit and I'll finish the pint. Yep. And then I have to have the next one. Like that's how I'm biding my time, and it's usually a waste of time. But I understand where this person's coming from, and I'm now completely sober. This has made me date a dating extremely tricky. When I'm asked to get drinks on a first date, I try to suggest coffee instead. However, most dates are at night, and I don't want to make a fuss about it, so I just go and order a soda with a lime. What's the right move here? What would you make you feel uncomfortable to drink uh, when your date isn't? Would that make you uncomfortable to drink when your date isn't? Thanks so much for the brutally honest advice. What do you think? Uh, it wouldn't make me feel uncomfortable because I'd also probably show up high. <laughs> like I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd just change yeah, substances. Yeah, yeah. So I would, you know, the non-drinking, you could always get away with that as long as you're comfortable in conversation when you're not boozing. I think that's the biggest, tra- Everyo- that's the biggest change. That's exactly right. Everyone's sh- everyone has shit. No one is scared off until you're not comfortable with your own shit. Yeah. So... I'll be as comfortable with your shit as you're comfortable with your shit. So if you get to the date and you're like, and if like if we sit down, you say, and if someone, I, and I also don't think you have to come out and say it before you meet. No, I think actually if you harp on it throughout the night, that's probably the most annoying thing you could do. Yeah. So I and just if someone says, hey, you want to get drinks this week? Say, yeah, sure. I'm yeah. down for Tuesday. I'll be there. You get to the date and you say, just want to let you know, um, I'm taking some time off of drinking. Yeah. Not because I necessarily had a problem but i feel a lot better about myself and yeah i, I hated really the like hangovers the, I hated the hangovers everybody can relate to that everyone can relate then you go i'm just gonna have a club soda but like do whatever you want to do yeah and here's the other thing what you're saying is right let the person fucking drink the way they want to drink right if so i i if i was on that date i could have six vodka sodas no problem Easily. while you sit there with a club soda and still be like i had a great time I don't give a fuck yeah. if you're drinking or not. Uh-huh. I'm going to sit here and drink because I'm fine with it. Yeah. But I'm saying like, but if you sit there at some point and go, well, you're having another? Oof. You can't make, the problem is people with problems make that sometimes, I'm not saying this person's doing that, but the, the trap is to think that you're above problems at all. Oh, yeah. And it's like... Yeah, if someone else can handle their booze and doesn't get hung over, that's their right. Yes. So you have to play both sides. I grew up. My dad was an alcoholic. Is uh, and every I grew up basically thinking that anybody with an alcoholic drink in their hand was like had a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, that yeah, yeah. type that level of judgment bled over into my social sure. stuff, and only until I started drinking did I realize it's <laughs> completely capable. <laughs> you can do it. Tell you us can- more about your dad. Yeah, he's a nightmare. <laughs> Kevin Cannon. He uh, left when I was 20. If you want to cry, you can cry. I could easily cry. <laughs> what about soccer, Mike? <laughs> what about soccer? <laughs> you never coached I, a team I, of mine. I took a month off from drinking last January, and I'm kind of in that boat right now where I haven't, I've taken a few times taken away from the bottle. Yeah. You What's the longest know? you've done? I've done like three months. Yeah. But did, it was a long time ago. I did 69 days last year. 69. Yeah, it was either 100 or 69, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just had something fun on the 69th day, so I was like, fuck it. I, I, want, I never want to be that person that romanticizes alcohol. That would be the worst. That, there's two sides of this. Mm. She can either be judgy at post-drinking person. Right. Sucks. Or uh, men do this more than women where they'll go, Oh, I remember the days. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, having a whiskey. Yeah. Sitting there like, 
Join that fine piece of ass. Oh, you mean every like sober woman? comedian? Yeah. <laughs> every sober comedian whose bits are only stories from when they were drunk? <laughs> Just talks about, <laughs> talks about alcohol like it's a woman. Oh, I love Jim Bean. He used to get great blowjobs from Jim Bean. <laughs> Use the tongue and everything. Yeah, I just think be cool with it. Be, be, and also let it come on the date. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, whatever. And also what you're going to do is you're going to find that you're going to not want to be around people that drink because mm-hmm. that's the thing about being, if any time, time away you take from drinking, you're like, oh my God, I, I was only drinking to anesthetize yourself hear, to be yeah, yeah have something in common with other drinkers yeah just to not listen to these people That's, i mean the sensation of breath and spatial proximity when you're sober that comes back like that awareness is jarring because you've spent so much time in this like fuzzy world where it's cool to shout like six sure. inches from people's face and everybody's breath smells like dick and it's like whatever the fuck ever but then you're sober and you experience that and it's just like like being Ugh. shouted on by trash. And, and we see it a lot just because we're like doing shows while people are like yes. at their 10th. Mm-hmm. You know, J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Mike Cannon, I, at I am Mike Cannon, Irish Goodbye Podcast. He's going to be doing an hour yeah. at the Fat Black Pussycat, the comedy seller. What's the date? December 12th, 8 30 p.m. Go, just go follow him and you'll yeah. know exactly what it is. When you hook up with a couple of guys in a friend group. Uh huh. Hi, Jared. Sending lots of feathers from Philly. Love the podcast, and I hope you and your esteemed guests can help a girl out. I'm going to refer to two guys in the same close guy group as Guy A and Guy B. Okay? Mm-hmm. Shelby, we got that written down? Guy A, Guy B. Okay. <laughs> Over the summer, I hooked up with Guy A two times. We never dated. We are very attracted to each other, but never nothing really came out of it. He wants to be single, and I've moved on to date other people. We're also friendly. Uh, we're also friendly. While we're out as we live in the same neighborhood. This past weekend, I hooked up with Guy B. Guy B is way more my speed, and I could see things developing into something more. Guy A and Guy B are in the same close-knit friend group. Mm-hmm. A, if two guys in a friend group hook up with the same girl, how does that work in dude friendship land? Is there a lot of shit talking about each other or the girl? Would they think of that girl as a little slutty Having major anxiety over this. Thoughts on that? Because we got, she gets up to C. So it let's depends do if they're actually like really good friends. Because I've hooked up with the same girls as other friends, mm. and we've been completely cool about it. But if there's some weird underlying ego matchup between the two of us, That's then it could turn it. ugly against her. Yes, I, I, I agree with that. I also think, hmm, it could turn ugly against her, but like. I think that also what matters in that scenario is how seriously you're taking the girl. Right. As sa- as bad as that is. I mean, yeah. listen, we all do that. Women in fairness, give- the girl that my friend and I hooked up with, she like blew me in the street in front of a party that was outside. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, her friend was actually in the middle of saying to my buddy who was dating her, she's like, I don't think your friends th- take my friends seriously. And he goes... Your friend's blowing Mike right over there. <laughs> just pointed, and I'm like pumping my fist to the party. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> you didn't take the. This was just a hookup. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, it's kind of like with nudes. Like, you're not showing the pictures of, of the girl. You're like. Yeah, I'm not showing my wife's nudes to my friends. This is my point. And right. also, if your wife had hooked up with one of your friends, right. they would never even bring it up. 
No. They and it, like, my wife dated somebody from our high school because we went to high school together. Yeah. And she dated somebody relatively serious from, from our high school that I still see out socially. And it's and not. And does it come up ever? No, never. It never he's, comes He's up. married with kids. We're married. But, like, that, it, but that's the thing. It, it, it's the seriousness of it. And that, that's the thing she doesn't know yet. She's just started with this guy, B. Yeah. But if he takes, I, I don't think it works that way when he's like, you said he's your speed. You could see it getting into something more. I think if he's on that same page, which I don't know if he is or not, but I'm, it's uh, from your side. I'll assume he is. Right. That's not happening. I don't think that they're going. No, agreed. I don't think he's going. Host a blowjob, buddy. Right. Like that's not going on. And also, we're not fifteen anymore. Like so I said, that that goes on. with their friendship also. So if there's some yeah. insecure bullshit, then guy A could be that type of piece you, of shit. You are the the weaponized. <laughs> thing in the relationship uh-huh. so if things go bad between them you will be the first thing referenced yes but that's the same thing with any commonality with people mm-hmm. that anything you know about somebody that's what comes out yeah it's whatever is the most hurtful b if there was a to be a relationship that grew out of a hookup with one of the guys in the friend group would that weird down the line since the guys are close friends is there any unspoken hookup under the bridge rule i think that the more serious you get, the less weird it gets. Agreed, yeah. Like, you know, if I had hooked up with someone and then all of a sudden someone went off and got married to that person, I'd be like, I'd be their biggest fan. Yeah, she's probably currently navigating the most uncomfortable portion of the relationship. Yes, I, and, and here's the thing about Summer Dude. She, summer Dudes either become fall dudes that are with you <laughs> or go the fuck away. Uh-huh. So... This summer dude is probably happy that you found someone else that he's not an asshole anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you said that they were fine and everything was cool, but he's really, you've been released from him. Right. He has no responsibility. Well, and also this him. opens up her friends for the, for the pick. Yeah. This other guy A is in the catbird seat. It's going to be <laughs> that is exactly picking right. off chicks left and right. Because <laughs> yep. now the, there it is. That's guy A. <laughs> guy A shows up at the party. He's like, you guys are hooking up? He's looking at her. He's just smiling. <laughs> now the group has opened up to him. Right. Yeah. And the group has opened up. They think you're a good guy because you're being the bigger man and sure. not making it a thing. Not making and it they a thing. also probably heard positive notes from their friend because she said we're both attracted. Sure. Spoke highly of them. So now yep. this guy has like a fantastic pussy resume for the rest of her He's friends. Got the best puss resume in town. <laughs> he shows up. What up, ladies? What up, ladies? <laughs> I'm just imagining him showing up to a party with him, with his buddy in like girlfriend land. His buddy's sitting there like, ah, I'm out of the game. Yep. And then he shows up. There's just three chicks. What up, chicks? See, <laughs> is there any way for a girl to approach the topic to either guy? If it was brought up in conversation, how would you recommend a girl playing it? I don't think there's much you can do. I think you have to, um, you have to play, you have to play your dude. Mm. You got to play the game that's in front of you, which is guy B, which is the one that's your speed that you could see something happening with. You have to also release yourself from guy A. You have to stop this friendship. <laughs> <laughs> the friendship exists now via guy B. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, like, you can't sit there and be like, well, we're just a one big happy family. Right. No. Yeah. It's over with guy A. 
you're respectful, nice, courteous, good to each other in person, but there's no like texting going on. Fuck that. You're finding out of guy A through guy B. That's the only way you can do it. Yep. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We got one more sponsor, people. Love this sponsor. You know what? The sponsor's great because it's an older segment of product for the new tastes and sensibilities of a generation. Wow. Scent Bird. Scent Bird. Scent Bird. A luxury fragrance subscription service. Here's what Scent Bird does. Have you ever had someone come to you and say, Oh, you smell amazing. What are you wearing? Whether it's Gucci, Prada, Versace, you have good taste and you know what you like. But your taste is expensive. Here's the thing. We are the tapas generation. We want to taste a little bit of (laughs) everything. Okay? We don't go to meals and get the burger. We go to meals and get the sliders and we get the the calamari with a little bit of sriracha. Mm. We get the chicken sticks, grilled chicken sticks. You get a little taste of everything because you want to be able to have everything and be the person you are on different days of the week, different Mm. moods. The beauty of Scentbird is that it keeps you smelling good month after month and it gives you little 30-day sprays Oh, that's every great. month. So you used to have to go out and like buy magazines and smear pages on your neck for to, that to type have of any thing. variety. <laughs> yeah. This gives you the variety and you can and the thing is they're 30 day squeezies. They come in this Oh yeah. They come in this great packaging where it's like 30 days that how they estimate. Mm-hmm. You're not using cologne every day. No. So you'll have with the subscription service you can line up a diff, a few different flavors and then you can be Versace Jared. You can be proud of Jared. You can mix. You can be Gucci Jared. You I, can know, be, I know people that mix. You could be uh, Gappa. That's Gucci and Prada. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I love it because certain nights are for certain smells. Yeah. Certain nights are for certain vibes. Cert, certain nights are for no vibe at all. And what Semper does, it, it has 450 different designer brands. You choose one every month. Try exactly the brand you want. It's a great deal. Hugo Boss, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, and more. Uh, choose a perfume. They'll send you a 30-day supply. 120 sprays, so you always smell amazing. Free shipping all the time. And listen, for guys or girls, a change-up is always good. People, totally. I, I just think this is this is taken, you know, they say when you want to make a company, create a better mousetrap. Mm-hmm. This is a better mousetrap for the smell industry. Agreed. Because you used to have the huge bottle and that was your smell and then all of a sudden you're wearing the same cologne you wore when you were 16 years old and now you look like a fucking idiot. Michael Jordan cologne. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why I always use scentbird.com. It's S-C-E-N-T bird.com. With this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first cologne. People. 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 $7.50. That's S-C-A-E. Let me start it again. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash J-Train. 
Use my code JTRAIN for 50% off your first month. S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash JTRAIN. Code JTRAIN. Code JTRAIN. Sign on. Smell great. What do you think of uh, guys wearing smells designed for ladies? I'm okay with it. I've heard it, I've heard it being done. I use Dove uh, underarm for women. Oh, I've done that before too. It's That's great. a lovely scent. It's a lighter scent. Yeah. The guy smells are usually too too like a little musky. A little punchy in the facey. Yeah. And the female smells sometimes I'll smell a man and I'll go, That guy's smelling great. Right. You ever smell a man you you don't know how to feel? I, yeah, I mean that's all I did in the Middle East. <laughs> Do they all have? I mean, it was either the the hottest of fucking waffle <laughs> under their nuts, or it was like a crazy amount of cologne, which you won't get with Scentbird. No, Not at all. Not at all. Because you get 120 sprays, you gotta you gotta you gotta ration that shit. It's perfect. It's perfect. Great. Can I date an absolute stranger? Papa JT, longtime listener, got it through my shitty summer. Got me through, uh, and it got me through my shitty summer internship, to say the least. Your Jewish wisdom is needed greatly at this moment, so nut feathering and let's cue to the chase. I'm a sophomore at a university in in the Pacific Northwest. Uh I transferred here from Montana, so as of right now, I have a decent group of friends, but the lady scene is where I'm lacking. Tinder and dating apps just aren't my thing. I like doing things the old-fashioned way, you you could say. Anyway, walking around campus every once in a while, well, I've seen this girl who's an absolute dime in my eyes. I would give her a solid 8-9 question mark. We have a rating system here. On the oh, podcast. I know. Face, body, personality, 8-9 question mark. And the rating scale, since I've literally never spoken to this girl before. A few days ago, she followed me on Instagram. Wow. That's a good sign, buddy. So naturally, I followed back and was checking out her Insta for a while. <laughs> for a while. Yeah, we know what you mean. <laughs> we know what you were fucking doing. <laughs> I don't think she's in a relationship. Her last picture with a boyfriend was in January for this Halloween. And for this Halloween, she dressed up with a friend of hers. So no couple costume, meaning no boyfriend. Uh, that's that's a stretch, but I, I get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Good for Anyways, I pass her walking every once in a while, not regularly. Every time we pass through. Uh, pass through, it is at a time when no one else is out walking. We've looked right at each other and smiled or said hello. Nothing else. I don't know when I'll pass this girl again, but I really want to get it. To at least get a cup of coffee with her or something. As of right now, the only way to send a message is through Instagram DMs. My question to you, Papa Jew, is if it's possible to ask a girl I've never really talked to out through DMs, what should I say? What should I do? You know what's so funny about this email? Huh. He starts the email. <laughs> I was just going to say the same By thing. <laughs> talking shit about <laughs> dating apps and telling us he's yep. an old soul. Yeah, sure is. Old grandpa, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and he sees her walking. And now he's got a girl who he literally meets in the most old school way. Mm-hmm. He, he, like, this is a story that great grandparents would tell. Yeah. We walk by each other every day. It started as a hello. Even but the then f- again, it turned into coffee. <laughs> the leaves change. <laughs> the leaves change. <laughs> Maybe then, those old men used to write feather quill letters yeah. though to those women because he they couldn't his, say hi in person. He had that sweater, but like tied around the <laughs> shoulder. Yeah, the shoulder sweater. He's, all, shoes he's on. got that little cap with the, the propeller on the top. <laughs> and he's walking through campus, leaves changing. It started as a hello. And then he's like, how do I DM this bitch? <laughs> oh, I thought you were old school. Yeah. Dickhead. 
this window tapper next email. Yeah, right? clown. But I, I, I <laughs> this is one of those things because I was about to shit on him for the old school thing mm-hmm. because people who say, and then I was proven right before I could even talk shit. Yeah. The people who are like, well, I'm old school. It's just like defense mechanism for not doing the app. Don't say that. Right. You're not old school. Oh, it's like people that come up to us after a show being like, you know, people have told me I can do comedy. Yeah, no. But I don't really feel like it. You didn't, so you don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So it's like this dude, I listen, I'm appreciative he's a listener. I'm appreciative he sent the email because I do think this, like, there's lessons in these emails for the whole listenership. Um, here's the thing. You DM her, yeah, I think that's okay. But first of all, don't DM her and go, as an old school guy, stop calling yeah, yourself yeah. old school. Okay. Do you still want a blowjob on date one? Yeah, yeah, you do. You're not old school. Okay. <laughs> You're not waiting. You're not coming to the house, to the parents' house with flowers before and then yeah. getting married. Can't you accompany me on yeah, a yeah. stroll through, through so, Greek Isle? <laughs> so my advice to you is if you want to DM them, it's totally fine. Or to this girl, just it's totally fine. Just, you know, own who you are. Yeah. And say, hey, I see you every day on the way to school. I know this is weird, but I'd love to get a cup of coffee. Yeah. That's the way to go. But if you want to prove to yourself that you're Mr. Fucking you Old know, school. Beaver Cleaver. It's a wonderful <laughs> life. You're a door to door salesman. If you want to be old school and really shock the panties off of her, the next time you pass her, you say, Hey, we pass each other every day. I gotta introduce myself. I'm blank. That's the move. That is yeah. th- that is the mo- the highest success rate. Yes, is is in that move. Yes. the DM for sure could get a sto- it could It'll get a conversation going, and then you'll probably stop and say hello when you see each other. But it's always going to be that you established it online without the courage yes. to say hello face to face, especially after you've gotten to hello without even me introducing right. yourself. So obviously, and she friend, she's given you the biggest sni- signal of all. She actually is yeah. more old school than you by following you. You're right. So if you just, if you just, and also we underrate. How'd she find his fucking handle? Listen, you're at a school. She's the creep too. Yeah, she. We're, they're both creeping. They both diddled to the profile. <laughs> all I'm saying is that you, if you send, if you go up to her. I had some girl, I posted a bunch of Hinge conversations yesterday mm. like and like gave some commentary on what I thought was like the issue. And so when some girl, uh, some guy wrote, hey, how was your weekend? Hey, Lindsay, how was your weekend? And spelled Lindsay wrong. <laughs> so then she wrote back, Lindsay, with the corrected spelling. Was it, what is it, the S-A-Y? She was S-E-Y and he spelled it S-A-Y. Whatever. Whatever. But that's the thing. All of us are here. Ro- three able-bodied men mm. are rolling their eyes at that because we're like, he said, how is your... And then I had a girl right back. Well, she goes, well, with that shitty opener, he should get it. And I'm like, how was your weekend? As as whatever as it was, Yeah, you got to start somewhere. As a rule of thumb, perhaps check the spelling of her profile name. Of it's course. not a bad idea. I, I listen, but I, but, but also it, the intent was there, so yeah, get over it. He wanted to talk to you. Hey, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, Lindsay, you could even be more fun than just correcting it. Lindsay's with an E was good. I know right. a girl named Allison for like a month, and I thought it was one L. And she was like, after a while, she was like, dude, it's two. And it was a, it was a simple correction. It's not, and that's the thing. It's not, the, it's not about that we're like, you know, 
don't correct a man. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying on a dating app, you want to be pleasant. You want to be nice. You want to fucking be outward and whatever. So don't underrate because in this climate right now where people are like, well, how's your weekend? Couldn't come up with anything better. Don't fucking outthink the room. Yes. Go up to her and go, hey, I see you every day. I just want to introduce myself. I'm blank. Yep. Boom. That's it. Where do you walk every day? I always wonder. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> if she's not attracted, that'll sound creepy. That, that, but that is, but, be, but that's but an old school effort where you're actually showing interest in another human being. Totally. I'm not a proud man, but very <laughs> swell. Shelby, you got time for? We got time for one more email. We do. One more email. I like this one. Token black girl. Oh. Okay. Sounds perfect. For I don't us. know. I, I <laughs> well, I think it might be perfect for us because she's the token part. Mm. So she's asking, you know, two white dudes. Yeah, is this appropriate? You think? Probably. Started listening to you up and loved it. Uh, decided I needed more and started listening to yours, and it's just as great. Thank you. I'm fairly new to the dating game, uh, uh, dating app game. Uh, three months. I started after I moved to a new state for work for my first job out of college. I primarily use Hinge. I'm attracted to different types of guys, but I must admit, the white boy has my heart, LOL. Okay. I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood and went to school within college with predominantly white students. I'm noticing in the dating app sometimes I get, you're cute for a black girl. Yikes. Oh, God. Um, I've always wanted to be with a black girl. Oh, my God. Um, And some of the white guys that I match with, um, my question is, should I be offended by this or should I embrace it? I would like to think that maybe I'm a six seven eight or a seven seven eight. Um, she sent some pictures. She is gorgeous. Uh, she's very good looking. Oh yeah, Jesus! Hold on. She undersold the six and the seven. Yeah, yeah she's hot. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, do you have a take on this immediately? I have a take. I have a well. The just reading the quotes that she's sending from guys I make would, me shit. I would never embrace it. I would never embrace it. Yeah. I think we got actually some email a while ago about some girls like in New York that was like an immigrant from an African country that felt like a lot of guys. Remember that were like sort of doing fetishizing, the same, like stuff. oh. I, they are kind of interested, but I feel like they're sort of fetishizing. Where did she move? Did she say the area? Because that sounds like kind of an uncultured way to approach a black woman. I don't know. I, I But I'm sometimes turned off by these comments or hesitate to follow through with these people, thinking nothing uh, real could ever come from it. I've attached a few pics for reference. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, sincerely, token black girl, question mark. P.S. I've rated, reviewed, and subscribed. I really appreciate the email. Um, I think, you know, these conversations like obviously we're waiting Mm -hmm. like i don't know i can't tell someone how to feel right i can only say that when i read those i go that's kind of a weird way to open yeah i I mean i I can only relate it to judaism being jewish Mm -hmm. and the way i felt with certain ways that people talk to jews yeah and in my experience like here's how i i and i've learned where i go I don't hate these people for saying things that bother me. Right. It's my own shit. But I also say it's okay for me to not deal with these people. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they, my, my knee jerk to that was, okay, it kind of stripped her individual humanity a little bit and yeah. kind of put her into a category, like almost like a porn subcategory where it's like, well, now you're like not you're just looking at me and as an opportunity to check off a box. Like, get the fuck out of here. If I was to empathize even a little bit with the guys setting this, I do think that girls of any race get this in a way where they're like guys open with any sexualized thing. Right, right. And they're doing it in this way because they're fucking idiots. And yeah. now they've not only sexualized, but then they've added racism to the mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know oh, I, mean? I don't think most of them know what they're doing. Yeah, and I because I see a lot of girls who send me their conversations mm. where the opening line will be something borderline sexual. Right. And then it's just... And if they answer, it's just the guy's excuse to just be more sexual yes. from there. Yeah, so yeah. like these are like borderline, you know, you're cute for a black girl and uh I've ne- I've always wanted to be with a black girl. I mean that first one in particular is like they, they're not know. I I mean I, I I they are they don't feel right to me. I can't tell her cuz she's already sure. saying she's like I don't know, you know, should I embrace it? I wouldn't yeah, if it was either. someone coming to me like here's a, here's when I get a similar vibe mm. is when I've mentioned this before on this podcast, and I'll say to someone, I'll go, I went to summer camp. And someone will go, oh, you went to Jew camp? <laughs> and they always say it the same way, where it's always like, like, like lessening some experience that I had. Right. And then it's always with this like, yeah, guess it's what Jews do. And I'm like, right. And I always say, I'm like, no, it was, you know, it, was, it happened to be Jewish, but there wasn't any religion. I went to basketball camp. You know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you went to Jew camp. Right, and right. I've had it said to me where I go, yeah, this person and I probably won't get along. Yeah. Um, that's not that they're evil. That's not that they, they just don't get where I'm coming from. And some people are so not exposed to other cultures that they think the way to approach it is with like a head-on like rhino force. charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like it's not necessary at all. We could get into the conversation organically if you have actual questions. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. You're the thing about these dating apps, and you're just meeting. I'm speaking from my own experience, and I can't tell. Look, I I, I get nervous answer. I'm not nervous answering this question because I do feel there's a correlation and I can give yeah. perspective. I don't think you should just... I think you're going to meet more people just yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're going to meet dickheads who write this shit. Mm-hmm. But you're also going to meet guys who are like... I think there's also a difference between like a black girl's my type and I'm attracted to you. Yeah. And going, never been with a black girl. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think I, I feel like or, it's a subtle or difference. pretty cute fora. Like, like that, yeah, that's you know, that's, that's that's overt racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The always wanted to be with, I get that's almost like you know inadvertent, like kind of sexualized racism that sure. they didn't, probably didn't even re- consciously realize. You want to hope, you want to hope that. But that's there's the case, gonna but be also, guys that are gonna start a conversation without that. Yes. it's a volume business, right? Yeah, that's it. So it's like handing out flyers in Times Square. I used to do that shit. So basically every 10 people, one person would take the flyer and then every 100 people, one person would buy a ticket. There that's kind of how you would look at it. And so every every 10 people, you're going to get one fucking douchebag racist yeah. dude yeah. who's sexualized you for a race. But also like this is something I don't have to deal with. Like I don't know um I think it would suck to be any type as a woman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like because you never sure if you're you you can hide your fetishes mm-hmm. until a certain point. And then you like I I think we had a podcast once 
like where like uh, someone was writing about their big boobs. And they're like, how do I wear, you know, figure out if someone's just into big boobs or <laughs> right. into me? Yeah. And I I think fetishes, quote unquote, whatever they may be, I don't even know if that's the right word or, you know, uh, things you're trying to like get off to. Mm-hmm. Uh, wear, wear quick. Yes. Like the guys will go away quick. They yeah. will be one and done. Yeah, it's an expiring interest. It's an expiring interest. It doesn't last. Because it becomes, you know, it's novel at first and then eventually you get used to it. Yeah, so maybe you're the burden of being any type on an app is to say, I got to wait this out a little bit. I got to right. make sure that this person isn't just here for the, the fucking, you know, the play. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Mike Cannon, thank you for doing the emails. Dude, thanks for having me. You know, at- about that last email, sometimes I should be applauded for the music I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Shelby. You did it. You were, it's pretty you fly were, for a black girl. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a monster. Good job, Shelby. Um, and uh, let's do some news. You ready? I. I'm ready. So you guys uh, like smoothies? Oh yeah, love a smoothie. Uh, I make them here. Really? What would you say you'd put in your perfect smoothie if you could put anything in that? Bad um, boy? I like to keep them um, very simple. Mm-hmm. I like a. Here's what I like. I do protein powder. Mm-hmm. I do. If I could do my 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 dream smoothie, go off. <laughs> protein powder, chocolate, um, almond milk, good, low fat, mm-hmm. um, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries. Michael, that's a good one. I uh, I'm more of a green smoothie type of gal, so I like uh, really yeah I like kale, Get spinach, uh, with um, I think pineapple. And then whatever whatever they usually put in the uh, green kale, stuff. spinach, and pineapple. Yeah, I think it's only because it gives the illusion of health. So yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. drink a fruit smoothie and still feel like a fat shit for some reason. I get that. I mean, I like that I'm getting my protein out of it, and then when it's done, it's done. Like I, yeah. like I feel full and I feel satiated. What what's going on with smoothies? Well, actress Lizzie McGuire. I mean, uh, actress Hilary Duff. Hilary Duff of <laughs> Lizzie McGuire fame. Oh, man, she's hot in person. That's one of those weird things where <clears throat> where you saw Lizzie McGuire as like an older person. Mm. You're like, there's no question this is going to be a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't that weird? It's like seeing Eliza Dushku in True Lies. You just where know. Where you're like, oh, that's that's going to be a hot lady after she's 10. And it's weird. It's, 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 and she it, was molested on that film set, so it might be a bad example. <laughs> that's a bad example. <laughs> hey, never mind. Shelby, how do you have a computer-like knowledge <laughs> of, of Hollywood molestations? molestations. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even a breathtaking. Shelby knew it in uh, literally... The quickest I've ever that was uh, that was like breathing to you. Yeah, I would say Alyssa Milano, but God forbid. One of the most famous on-set mishaps. I had no idea. I had sitting here, I barely know the movie. I I, I was gonna say that, uh, like, remember the Titans? Yes. Oh, she went to my high school. 
uh, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, yeah. I asked I mean, her to go to a big kids party when I was like a senior in high school. Single most creepy thing wait, I've ever done. What? Let's How old keep, was let's she? Let's keep pushing fast. I think like a freshman. Nice. Oh my! Was she already in the movie? Yeah, she was super into it too. She was gonna come, and then her friends were like, "He's like a lot. He's older. like an adult." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "I am an adult. I yeah. gotta get out of here. <laughs> I can drive." Yeah, like, well, that's the thing. You see her in that movie, and you go, "Like, I'm not attracted to her in the movie." But you're no. like, "Ah, this is gonna be a problem." Of course. Yeah. So what's up with uh, Lizzie McGuire? You could see that in Justin Timberlake also. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Mickey Mouse Club. You could see it with Leonardo DiCaprio. We could see oh, it with God. a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Uh, Miss- Guess he couldn't see it in me. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Duff recently had her first child. Oh, really? Second, this makes me feel old. By the way, second, she had a child with her ex-hockey playing husband. Well, now who Hillary knows, Duff did? Now yeah. who knows information? Yeah, now. <laughs> You guys you. know way too much about <laughs> Disney Channel original stars. <laughs> so, Miss Duff had her second child. Second kid. Made herself a smoothie with that baby's placenta. That's an idea. What, uh, what, what, what do you guys think about what that? What are the... So here's the problem when you start to see someone. These are the things you don't talk about when you first start dating. Uh-huh. Like her husband was like, I love being with Hillary. She's great. She's got a good head on her shoulders. And for a child star, you would have thought that would have really fucked up your life. Yeah. And then they have a kid and he's like, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Hillary's having my baby. It's going to be a beautiful child. And the baby comes out and she's like, you want a what? (laughs) (laughs) You want a drink? Yeah. You want to drink the placenta as a smoothie? What is it? <laughs> you know, like that is one of those things you could never see coming. That's why it's like you don't know if your wife is going to be a, a bridezilla. You don't yeah. know. You don't know if she. We don't know until you get to the fucking end zone if someone's going to dance. I feel like the first hint of that, people should call off their weddings immediately. Well, that's like, the thing. Had my wife exhibited any of those traits, I would have quickly been like, ah, I'm out. Well, Can't. that's like a big reveal. That's like, oh. I guess you just wanted to get married. Yeah, that was like yeah. It's your singular focus is on what this one evening and yeah. not on our lives. And, and it's like you, it. But this is one of those things that you're like never would have saw it. It's not like <laughs> first date conversation. You're like, ah, yeah, I got a brother, I got parents, so I'm gonna drink the placenta when I have a baby. You know, I think I like, would do this though. From all th- from all account, like I'm a broken down ex athlete, so sure. I have like creaky bones and the whole thing. And, they, and I've heard the placenta has like genuine healing come properties. Come on, swear to God, it's been. It, what it, do they doesn't say? It have like baby stem That's cells one in of it? Least weird things I've heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh? <laughs> There's a lot of like things. Oh, it like helps and connect I would, you. And I would powder it reasons. up and do a line of my ch- kids. What placenta. is her quote on this? Is there any quote? She said it on a podcast. Okay, on, so uh, she's out there. On Dr. Berlin's pregnancy. He's really getting a scoop. <laughs> it's quite a scoop. I mean, the pregnancy talk on the pregnancy podcast is a huge scoop. She mixed it in with the smooth. Oh, wow. Yeah. What were the other things she put in? I w- that's Probably some acai. The foreskin kind of. of its dick. Well... <laughs> <laughs> throw in the foreskin. Uh, you know, throw in some of the diarrhea. There you go. Throw in the, the when I shit my pants. That's good I antibodies. Have. That's the thing. Like, it's. I guess it's like shark fin soup. Like, <laughs> there's only so many chances to get the placenta. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you only have yeah. so many opportunities. What else we got? We have some more news. I'll, I fully plan to do that, though. 
Now I'm thinking about doing it. Well, let me see what her hair looks Let's like. Let's all do it. I don't want to be left Fine, out. Fine, we're all in. Red flag or deal breaker? You, you're on a first date. Your wife is, or you're, uh, your your wife is like, I'm drinking that fucking placenta. That is in a red red flag. Red flag. That's a life partner. Life partner. Okay. <laughs> your wife looks at you and says, "I'm drinking the placenta, but only, but you have to do it with me. This is a bonding moment. Are you in? We're already married. Yes. Like, well, I guess we'll do it. I mean, I don't care for the <laughs> ultimatum, personally. I don't like when anybody tries to control sure, my actions, well, this is but I would do it. I'm doing it. But let me see how Hillary's hair looks, because maybe that's part of the I saw her in CVS once, and this is years ago. I actually had an opening with her, too, because we were lead. both looking at cards. What's that? You buried the lead here. Yeah, I know. Is... Well, it, she's hot as hell in person. This is like maybe eight, nine years ago. We're in CVS. We're both looking at cards, and I picked up like a Miley Cyrus card and opened it, and it like started singing, right? Yeah. And so she looked over and laughed, and I closed it, and I was like, where's your card? Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> Why'd you get so aggressive? I, yeah, I'm like, where's your card? Where's your card, bitch? But I, I meant like the, where's the Lizzie McGuire card? Yeah, oh, that's And funny. so she laughed and like, kind of like gave me the like, head down, look up look. And I was like, uh, <laughs> Mike Cannon, Michael Sarah Mike, walked my way out. Mike Cannon, your Valtrex is ready. <laughs> Mike Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I really I, lost it. She was, she's, isn't she married to a Klitschko? No, that was Hayden Panettiere and they got divorced. They did. They did, yeah. Wow. Imagine climbing that tree. I mean, he My must have God. grabbed her by the ankles and hammer through her <laughs> through walls. crazy. <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> On uh, Tuesday's episode, Adam Ray yes. told a cheating story. Either of you guys have been cheated on? I'm sure. Here's the thing about it. Adam Ray was great. He talked about getting cheated on and then her telling him that she cheated on him, which is the most female move. Um, she told him? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm i sure I've been cheated on. I, yeah. I, I had to have happened. I just I, I, I haven't like walked in on it. I don't know about it, but I'm sure. Sh- I just think that it mm. my only other serious girlfriend, which was both senior year of high school and transitioned into college and she went away and I didn't. I went to junior college to play basketball okay. and she went to Syracuse. There was like so it was a it was a fucking mess. And we would have constant bouts of breaks where I'd be hooking up with the entire town because I'm still in, you know, where I'm comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, of course, believe she was behaving of up course, at school. Because you're then, you. Yeah. And then only <laughs> like after several. You, you could have gotten with Hayden. Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and she, like, I found out after that she was also, justifiably so, hooking up with sure. people. But it felt as though I had been cheated on because my own ego would not allow me to look at that as an option. It's hilarious. Yeah. What do we got? A woman in Morocco. Uh-oh, we're going. International. Abroad, yeah. Found out her boyfriend of seven years was planning on marrying another woman. Marrying, <laughs> marrying another woman. You have to really. This is the thing. A story like this comes out, and it's like we've been dating seven years, and now he's getting married, mm. and she just finds out. He told her. Well, he to had to. Adam, I guess yeah. he. But how many other excuses did she believe? Like yeah, leading yeah. up to this, yeah. like there's a point, and I'm not saying it's male or female. It's with anybody where it's like. You buy the shit to make yourself feel fine. Sometimes, vic- sometimes victim blaming is correct. Yes, 
<laughs> when you put it that way, I yep. want to take it back immediately. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm just saying because I get a lot of people that like. I mean, even in that scenario where, so I'll go back to the scenario I gave with the Lindsay spelled the wrong way. Mm. This girl just kept messaging me back about this, and I'm like, "Listen, it's annoying. You just she shouldn't have corrected him. She just just not answered the dude who spelled her name wrong. Right? She didn't even want to date the guy." And she goes, well, obviously he's texting with someone else named Lindsay that spells it that way. And I go, what? you have created quite a story yeah. just for this to not be shitty by this person. And, yeah. and it's like we do that with everything. Every rationalization reads to the next rationalization. Mm. And it's like now, oh, yeah, he goes every Tuesday. He's got to sleep out for work. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sure, he work, works half a mile away from home. Yeah, of course. Of course, he's a school teacher. But, you know, they sleep at the office on Tuesday. Yeah, it's just part of it. So how'd she, so how'd she deal with this? She had a bit of an error in judgment. Yeah, yes. Ended up killing him. <laughs> a bit. Chopping him up and feeding him in a Pakistani, in a dish to some Pakistani coworkers of his. Wow. Oh, my God. I know. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I know. I know. Shelby's news, every story ends with, I know. <laughs> I got to say, my dad said this to me growing up when I got my license, and I think we have to amend what his lesson was to me. Mm. Like, let my dad father you now. I'm, in, I'm excited. Yeah. I didn't. Mine, mine did not do this. <laughs> so this... He said to me when I got my license, he was like, this is the only way you could ever kill somebody is with this car. <laughs> He's like, you're not a killer. You're not a murderer. But this is, so know that. Uh-huh. Know that you have a car and this is the only way that you will get murdered. Uh, or murder or be murdered. Yeah. Is via the car. And I think that should be amended to the only way you will murder or get murdered is car or love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because... We heard this story, the cheating, and both of us, we talked, and then I knew the next sentence was going to be, she got him. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't surprised. I was more surprised by feeding him to his coworkers. I mean, that's a surprise. I've had two people in my life uh, murder-suicide somebody, and it was both over Over love and cheating. cheating. Yeah, this is how it goes. That's why, like, when, like, especially in this day and age, when you're not held to these fucking old school practices of marriage, where two separate couples, I should say, not two people, two separate oh couples. God. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing when someone's <laughs> like the idea of <laughs> you might need to leave. You're a bad omen. But I, I'm saying, like, when whenever we're looking to cheat, maybe the right answer is just end it, just yeah. break up, because yeah. you, you don't want to die. She uh, served it in a rice and meat dish. Oh, I was wondering. How would he go with? A couple months later, her the guy's brother went to their home like, hey, I haven't seen Yusef in a while. <laughs> went in. He's in the toilet. Did not find him, but she was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Shelby's fucking robot laugh is so disconcerting. <laughs> she was arrested after they found his tooth in her blender. Oh. Oh. Clean it out. I mean, what a mistake. Uh, yeah, wow. Of all the things to find, I mean, a tooth, I guess. That is, uh, 
that's like an old tale also is like I forget what fable it was, but it's something about yeah, like right. the woman killing her husband and then serving the meat to the cops that were yeah. looking for him yeah, as yeah, like yeah, a yeah. frozen lamb leg it's, or something. I think it was like that was the three bears before it became the three <laughs> bears. Like all of these, all of these. <laughs> Tim Burton presents yeah, 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 the yeah, three bears. That's, that's the thing with all these like uh, if you ever go like look up all these fables, mm-hmm. they all start as like horrific tales. Oh, yeah. And then they've been like Disneyed. Yes. <laughs> to yes. like three bears. This bed's too small. Uh-huh. But it usually it started as Red Robin Red Riding Hood just being like fucking murdered by a bear. <laughs> it's like, and that's how you learn about friendship. And you're like, what? <laughs> she cooked him in some match boost, which is <laughs> the traditional so information. Di- I will ask you traditional like- <laughs> dish of Bahrain. Oh, I was oh. just there. I may have had that. Uh oh. <laughs> I may have eaten a scorned Your lover. Your skin was looking nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's from all the placenta. placenta and, Enjoy the food. Funny and the Yusuf. Yeah, placenta and adulterer. <laughs> That's what I've been eating most Shelby, of. thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. Some of the Mike, best pictures in the game, by the way. Fantastic photographer. He's a great photographer. Oh, thank yep. you. He takes our pictures that we put up every week. We'll take one after this. Go follow, go support. Mike Cannon, thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you back. I am Mike Cannon. He's got Irish Goodbye on wherever you find podcasts. Go listen, go support. Going to be at the Fat Black doing an hour. That's on December 12th, 8.30 p.m. That's the Comedy Cellar Fat Black. Time, hot club. And I'm Jared Free. Every Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. We'll be back next episode. Boom.